Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Truly Your VA with Janice. Today's podcast, as you know, I am all about inspiring, connecting, and collaborating. And these two young ladies really have taken their business to another level. And I'm so excited to have them on. They are not only two licensed therapists and very in the moment, but they are the curators of their own business, as well as they have a subscription box, monthly box called This Moment Box. So we can't waste any more moments. I am so excited to introduce, and I'm just going to go by the first names because, you know, I'm going to butcher the last names. And so Brooke and Becca, welcome to the Truly Your VA podcast. Thanks, Janice. Thanks for having us. We're so excited to be here. Oh, I'm excited that you are both here as well. And thank you so much. You know, a lot of times when we when we hear that someone is a therapist, you know, as we know, especially over the last few years, there have been, <coughs> excuse me, obviously a lot of mental health issues going on. But you and um, Brooke and Becca, you both are in the realm where you deal with it in a forensic way. And when I read your bio, and as of course I've read it several times and I go back in to read it and I'm really amazed at what the both of you do providing such an amazing service. So if one of you would like to um, start with explaining, first of all, how you both of you met and how your, your two different types of fit therapists, but coming together, like how that all started, because I think it's such an amazing story. Um, yeah, so I can uh, start off. So Brooke and I actually met working in that forensic setting. So we were both working at a place called Sandridge, which is essentially a maximum security treatment center for adult male um, offenders. And so we were in this pretty intense setting. Um, it's very intense work. It's also kind of a work where you're really closed off from society when you're in it. Um, like you can't have your phone in the institution and things like that. And so you really kind of start to depend on the relationships you make with your coworkers. And Brooke was one of the first people that I um, kind of became friends with when I started working at Sandridge. She had been there before me. Um, and so that's kind of how we developed our friendship and our relationship. And then it was also a very research heavy institution. And so it was one of the great things about working there is we got a lot of kind of the, the research right away that was coming out. And one of the things that really kept coming out was mindfulness. Um, we needed to be doing mindfulness with our patients. And we were also really encouraged as therapists to do mindfulness because there's a heavy burnout rate um, amongst the helping profession and mindfulness is one of the things that we can do to help with that. Mm -hmm. So we, we always kind of joke at first, we really did it because we were told to and we wanted to look good to our bosses. Um, <laughs> so it was kind of like, okay, we'll do it. But then we eventually like drank the Kool-Aid and saw the benefits as we were doing it as well. And so we, and so to just kind of share for people who maybe don't know as much about mindfulness, um, it's really the act of bringing yourself to the present moment on purpose with loving kindness. Um, and so 
the reason for that is when we're in the present moment is when research shows that we're the happiest. And so that, there's many ways to do that, maybe meditating, um, and we can talk about that more a little bit later. But so we started to experience those benefits of mindfulness and started talking about, okay, how, how great would this have been if we had had these skills when we were kids? Um, we weren't taught these skills as kids about, you know, being mindful, being self-aware and things like that. And so we decided we really wanted to get this information out to kids and families. So we started our subscription box in this moment box, which focuses all on helping kids and families learn about mindfulness and its benefits and implement their own practice. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was a I, lot. <laughs> I am blown, blown away by that. Brooke, would you like to add to that? Because I think it's a, a very unique like I've never heard of two therapists coming together and in such an amazing way to share about the benefits of mindfulness. Like that just totally blows me away. I think it's unbelievable. Yeah, uh, Becca, you do such a nice job just kind of introducing and explaining all of that. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, yeah, so anything to add to that? Let's see, I think, so for myself, I mean, Becca spoke to this. We definitely saw a need that needed to be met. Um, like she said, research was showing that mindfulness was this effective strategy. Um, and I have three girls. And so I, like Becca said, you know, getting this information to kids, how to do that. And it's interesting because we do it through crafts and, um, or at least for the kid, we have them kind of do a craft and because crafting in and of itself is a mindful activity. And so some people just kind of assume like, oh, Brooke, you must be crafty then or like doing crafts or, and I'm just like, no, that's not it. That's not my element. I am not crafty at all. It was more about meeting a need and how to get this to families and kids in this digestible way that they could retain. Um, but also, so there was a need to be met, sure, but I think for myself personally, having three girls and being a mom, one of the things that I kept running into, and I still do, obviously, is managing my own emotions, regulating myself so I can be there for my kids. And my kids trigger me. And I, you know, they, they are with me all day. They see the worst of me. They're with me when I'm tired. And I just kept running into that. I was becoming really, really reactive. Um, and when I'm dysregulated, we can't expect them to regulate. So that's a very personal reason of why I felt like, okay, we maybe should start this to help the kids. Yes. But also to help the parents because, um, man, parenting is hard and you are going to be dysregulated, um, around your kids. And so learning about mindfulness with your kids. And I think that's another cool part of our business is we do not just target the kid we also target the parents. And so each month the parent will get a gift that relates to the theme and the kids get the craft. And so they're both seeing each other kind of use this. And that's the secret to starting this mindfulness practice or basically it's just kind of becoming aware. Um, and so, yeah, targeting, I think we're, um, that's one of the things I think um, we're really proud of is targeting both the parent and, and the child and really bringing it together as a family experience. Thank you so much, both of you for sharing that amazing insight. And, and what I think is even, what is so important to kind of reiterate is, 
you're you're not just focusing this moment box on the children. It's really family oriented. Um, as you mentioned, the parent gets the gift, the child gets the the craft. And Brooke, you had mentioned you're not crafty. So um, Becca, are you crafty? No, no. Also, Brooke doesn't give herself enough credit because she's the one who comes up with all of our crafts. And so she might not be the person who like sits down and likes to do crafts on her own, but she is very creative in coming up with our, our crafts and how we can tie them to our theme. And um, I like to like color and things, but that's probably the farthest I get when it comes to like being crafty. But although I will say COVID has made me a little more crafty. I've been doing more DIY projects at home. So, yeah. um, but not something I would ever really describe myself as. <laughs> but Janice, a really good point. I mean, you asked if we're crafty. Another thing we are not is we're not um, business savvy. Like we're, we haven't been, I mean, we were trained, um, in forensic therapy, like we said. And so starting this business, it was, and still is just surprises after surprises. And you really do have to be an expert in all sorts of different things or know how to figure that out. And um, so the, the journey of launching this business has, um, it's been a journey. It's um, coming from like the non-business world there is a lot to starting a business and this our journey has just given me so much respect and appreciation for small businesses all around the world i couldn't agree with you more and obviously um in my business as a, as a virtual assistant and podcast host and creative project manager i have changed so much since i've started my business and of course being um digitally business oriented now even more so um you know i just had a few unexpected things for instance that popped up this morning and i was like you know i'm like okay get up from your desk take a walk take take some deep breaths but being mindful of that that when that frustration i'm like okay there will be a learning experience from this what this this thing that happened um, which was all digitally related. But what it goes to show you is that when we practice the mindfulness ourselves, but also know enough when to maybe walk away and think of it, okay, how can I resolve this? We're mindful not only of the issue, but of solving the problem, which I'm sure many, both of you, as you said, have incurred. What would you think starting a business together has been? Maybe there's one thing that pops out like, oh my God, this maybe bad thing or this thing happened that that we didn't expect. How did you overcome that? Hmm. Well, so for me, the first thing that comes to mind, Brooke, is we had a lot of website issues throughout. Yeah, 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 yeah business and through the past year we like Brooke said it's not our forte we don't have experience in website development so it was something we had to rely on other people for and for a lot of different reasons we had to change platforms a couple times just to find the one that really fit our business the best um and we had some issues with people who we contracted out and 
it got to a point where we just found a platform where I could develop it because it got to a point where we couldn't rely on other people anymore if it wasn't people we knew super well and so one thing we've really come down to is that in our business we need to make sure it's a good fit to have someone working with us um we really now rely on the relationship piece rather than just oh you say you can do this which um might seem kind of obvious now but at the time like we needed someone to do our website and you know we went on different platforms to find someone and um at the time it felt really urgent too like we needed it fixed asap mm -hmm. and so we were really right. just looking for someone to fix it and we got burned a couple times with that and so now it's definitely come down to okay i focus on the website stuff as much as i can and any person we use to help us we like really make sure we feel like we have a good relationship and understanding with them because as a small business starting out, we really can't afford to be making, you know, to get burned. It costs us a lot of money and we just don't have that money to, to spare. So yeah, that's, I think one of the biggest things for me that I've totally. kind of experienced. And Becca just like, oh my goodness, she one weekend just said like, I am going to learn this platform. And she literally buckled down and built us our website and now like learned it and now updates it and just amazing. And that is amazing because I tell you, working with three separate podcast websites, they're all hosted through, for instance, the same um, basic format. And I mean, I could have actually, I did at one point kind of, um, hire that out um but i want to know i think what was important to me as a business owner as i'm sure it is for you and especially for you becca you know that weekend that brooke was just um describing where you're like okay i'm gonna sit down and learn this and get it figured out that was the same for me because being an online um solo entrepreneur and for both of you i'm sure you want to understand how the mechanics of it work, but you know, trusting somebody to hire somebody out, that's a big thing. And I totally understand where you're coming from. Now, with hiring out, you now for instance, like if you came to me and said, um, yeah, hey, we're interested in your VA services and we need you to build us a funnel, I'm gonna tell you straight out, I don't do funnels. In fact, I hire mine out. I have a VA that does that for me. Um, so I think it's really important for anybody being an entrepreneur to just be honest and be forthwith and, you know, share your passion for what you do, but do it in such a way with integrity and treat yourself, uh, treat others as the way that you want to be treated. And that's all about mindfulness as well. Totally. Totally. And your values. And that is one of the ways we got burned is the person wasn't honest with us about what they could really do. Um, and so we definitely value that. And it's something like we are very upfront about what we don't know in our business and um, that we're still learning a lot. And if we don't know the answer to something, we'll tell you that and then we'll come back and hopefully get you an answer. But yeah, I agree. It is very mindful about like, what are your intentions and who do you want to be in the world and in your business? How do you want to model that? Exactly. Um, 
Brooke, what would you think is maybe something that you've learned through the, the experience of Becca taking over and getting the website together? Oh man, I think, I think one of the things that I've learned and I'm still learning is that running this business, I've, our whole lives, well, at least for me, I've been conditioned to work like a nine to five job. And that's kind of what I, what I did. I, I went to college, I went to graduate school, and then I, I had this job and my parents had nine to five jobs and where they stayed. I mean, my dad worked at a job for, you know, 35 years, the same job. Um, and, and that's just what they did. I think for me, it's unlearning all of this programming that kind of interferes with doing our business our own way. Cause the truth is, is, you know, I'm home with my kids and I am partly doing that. And then sometimes doing business stuff together. And, um, so to me, like initially that was hard, like, oh my goodness, I'm not working. I'm not at an office from nine to five. That's no longer realistic. A lot of times I get up at two in the morning and work from, you know, two to six before the kids get up. And, um, and so overcoming this like programming of what we, we should be doing, how we should be doing it, um, what made sense when we were working in an institution, like just making sure we're not bringing those things into our business just because they're conditioned and programmed, but doing the business in a way that makes sense for us. So if um, just an, like an easy example, you know, if Becca or I um, don't feel well or we're having a hard day, like we just don't work that day because we're not going to be our best selves and giving ourselves like permission to do that and not feel bad about that. Um, I used to like have a big struggle watching TV at all during the day. Cause to me it like, Oh, you're, you're not working. You're watching TV or, but it's all of just these stories and years and years and years of, of conditioning that we were like led to believe. And so letting that go and um, working with Becca and I mean, she's man, she's, you know, my, my partner, my biggest support system. So leaning on her um, cause it's just her and I, like I, we're, we're, we both have partners. We're both married, but like, you know, they're, they're doing their stuff and it's, it's her and I in this business. And so really learning to listen and trust and support each other. Um, and like point out when maybe we're letting stuff in that doesn't need to be there or that's not working. Thank you so much. And I obviously am picking up so much and I'm scribbling notes all over the place. And what sticks out to me is you had mentioned like the unlearning factor, because I think we are conditioned, oh, nine to five, you know, we get it, you know, we get paid at the end of the week, bi-weekly, however it is. And I think the normal the normalization is that we know we are getting a guaranteed paycheck. Being an yeah. entrepreneur, shite happens. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> so share one of your biggest shite moments. In other words, wow, maybe it was something good, but maybe it was like something maybe not so good, but then it directed both of you in a different direction. You're like, oh my God, I didn't see that one coming. 
Um, so I guess for me, again, it's the website stuff. Like literally I was at my um, nephew's birthday party and I, so I was down in Indy. I wasn't home. I wasn't, I had told Brooke, like, you know, I'm going to kind of be off the grid this weekend. Um, I'm, I want to like be present with my family. And my sister-in-law was just like kind of asking about the business stuff and went to our website and was like, it, it's directing me to another site. And I was like, oh, so long story short, because of like some website issues we'd been having that the person who was supposed to be making updates wasn't doing our website, like our, our backend essentially got hacked. Um, and luckily nothing like got stolen. Everyone's like information was fine, but they were <laughs> directing people to another website to then try and hack their information from there. So on like Saturday night at midnight, my husband and I are trying to figure out how to like shut our website down or fix it. Um, we couldn't fix it. So we just had to shut it down. And then that was what kind of led us to this realization of, okay, I just have to like take this over. We've tried like too many different things that haven't worked. And we were kind of at a point in our business anyway, where we had been trying to figure out like what the next step was in terms of our website. And we had also made some changes to our boxes themselves. So we decided, okay, this is just kind of the sign that we need to, we're going to take it on ourselves. And we're going to use this as almost like a relaunch for our business to announce like we're making these changes to our boxes. Our website's going to be down for about a week while we like uh, reflect that on our website. And so it ended up being, I think, what we really needed. Um, but at the time, it was very panicking. I was like, oh, my gosh, like this is not good. Um, obviously, you don't want your website hacked and you worry about um, your customer's information, which again, luckily all of that was fine and secure. Um, but it was definitely a oh shit moment that was stressful. But in the long run, I'm really glad that we got to where we are with the website and I feel much more comfortable with it now than I ever did before. So that's awesome. Brooke, do you think that maybe at some point you may want to, um, and maybe you've already done this, uh, like partake in the updates and, you know, see how all of that works? <laughs> I love not it. She's taking her head no. <laughs> There's no part, not at all, not at all. It, <laughs> yeah, it's so, like, I, so interesting. Um, I'm just, yeah, very grateful for Becca for a lot of different things, but yeah, her, willingness and I mean she's interested in that stuff a little bit where um I I have no interest in it at all and like social media Becca kind of takes charge in managing that as well um before we launched last year I didn't have social media not even Facebook so I like I'm a very very beginner and I don't like it and no have no desire to learn more about it <laughs> I love that Brooke one time um, tried to post something and ended up deleting past posts. So we've um, we've just said maybe that's not her forte for now. And oh my um, gosh, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, no clue. like no, no clue how to. Um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, pros and cons. I I feel like very behind. Um, and that's been a big thing for me. Is like, you know, I just joined social media, so. 
really, I joined this whole new world. And so I had to like get used to that and how, because I mean, now I have Facebook, so I have to go on and I have to look at Instagram because part of it's business. I mean, I don't put it all on Becca. I do come up with content and stuff like that. But um, so now I do have to be on it. And for me, I had to overcome this idea. I mean, I was like super happy and really identified with this idea that I don't have social media. Um, and I was really proud of that. Like, oh, I'm not wasting time on that. And and then I get this business and you have to. And um, so figuring out how to balance that and what's important. I was just like 15 years late to the party. People have figured that out before me, but I've been trying to do that in addition to launching this. And it's hard. Like, I understand why people... I mean, it is, it can be a time suck and it can be this comparison thing. And, you know, we follow other businesses that are very successful and just like comparing that and again, unlearning that and letting that go. And so, yeah, we yeah. have to be very mindful, honestly, about our social media. And there's times where we will say, you know, we're taking a break. We're, we're going to take the weekend off and we're not going to post or over the holidays. We always try to just unplug and say, we'll see. We hope you all have a great holiday. We'll see you after. Um, because again, kind of what we were talking about before is part of our business is we want to teach presence and social media takes away from presence in your daily life. And so we feel like it's important for us to role model that as well. Um, and not always be on social media when we are with our families, um, because that's not how we really want to live our lives either. So. Right. And I think, you know, that is, when we practice what we preach in such a way that models what we're trying to um, teach or learn others, you know, for others to learn. That is so important. And I just want to say welcome to all of the listeners on the Wisdom Audio app. I thank you so much for being here today. And I see a lot of familiar names. So thank you so much. What would you say is one thing that maybe is in the pipeline for your business? Like one thing that you both want to accomplish together? It's a good question. Really good question. I mean, I think ultimately we want to create a library. Right now we're, um, we're a subscription company. So it's very organic and month to month and we have things planned and everyone gets kind of the live, you know, this month is here's what it is. But ultimately we want to create a library. So if people don't want a subscription, um, they could go on and search by topic or theme. Um, if, you know, let's say they specifically want to focus on gratitude or, um, the breath or they could pick that and we'll have enough inventory and things stocked up that we could just have that ready um, and can just sell one-offs like that. I mean, that's one of the things Becca and I have talked about kind of going forward. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Like just being able to kind of attend to people's needs more rather than just having um, this one way of getting at mindfulness. And we really like the subscription piece of it because it 
mindfulness is obviously something that you can't just do once. It's, it's a practice. And the more we do it, the more benefits we see from it. And so that is the one thing we like about the subscription is you get it every month and it's a reminder. Um, and we also know that obviously not everyone could maybe afford to have a subscription every month. And maybe it is just a one-time box and um, that's okay too. And so we want to be able to attend to those needs and have people feel like they have options of being able to utilize our product and experience the benefits. So, wow, that, that is so amazing. Cause I think you're, again, you're practicing the mindfulness and realizing that some of your, um, customers or clients will come from those different aspects. And maybe, like you said, they, maybe it's a one-time subscription or, you know, maybe they just want basic information. I think that is amazing. And I say, be careful what you wish for, because I just have this feeling and I just felt it like it's going to, like, it's going to be amazing. And for that, I am so excited for both of you because your service that you provide is so needed in today's world, both being therapists, both creating this moment box together, I think is truly amazing. Thank you, Janice. That's so nice to share. It's nice to have another thing is like a small business starting out, you're going to get a lot of negative feedback and a lot of people Mm -hmm. telling you like why it won't work. And, and Part of it is, you know, kind of grunting that feedback and some ideas are terrible and we've had a few months that really flopped. And so learning to support each other in face of the, in, in face of that feedback, but also, um, I, we just are so appreciative when people, you know, we're new. And so like, I, we rarely get like the good feedback, the, the good work, you know? Um, so we really, really appreciate that. And one first thing, um, if I could, Janice, you accept, like, what are you guys working on? And I think business-wise, kind of that library, but also, like, personally, I think Becca and I both agree that, um, so starting a business is a very personal thing. It's kind of like your baby, and we're very protective of this. And, but one of the things that we really believe um, is that in order for it to be healthy, we kind we have to learn to detach from our business a little bit mm-hmm. um, and recognize that like, okay, so when people are, you know, kind of crapping all over this, they're not crapping all over you. It's like the product and just being able to separate ourselves from the business. And it's so hard because it's so personal and we're just jumping in and putting everything we have into this. And And at the same time, it's not who we are. It's not us. It's separate from us. And so we can, that's just something we, you know, we're, we were both, we're both very, very hard workers and perfectionists, recovering perfectionists, I guess. And um, so, you know, we, we are not scared of hard work, but also like, that's the thing we have to learn because we haven't really been taught how to do that is, you know, things that you do that that's not you. It's not, you, you don't base your you know, sense of worth on what you produce. And so for me, that's just something that I've been overcoming since I was little. And so it's, it's definitely relevant when you start a business. That is so true. And what would you say to the naysayers out there? Like maybe somebody, um, 
whether it be in your immediate circle or maybe, you know, friends or, you know, maybe whatever it may be, what would you say to the naysayers now? Well, so honestly, I would ask them what they've ever built or created. Like a lot of times the naysayers are people who would never be willing to take a risk like we took. And it was really freaking scary when we did it, right? Like it was vulnerable. And like Brooke said, like we had this idea of what we should do with our lives. And this was not it. This was not how we had been taught because it wasn't the safe option. And so I would just say that no good thing ever comes from playing it safe. All, every good thing we have in life has come from you taking a risk, whether you notice it or not, right? Like even being in relationships is taking a risk. You're setting yourself up for being hurt. It's vulnerable. And so no good thing that we have in life has come from not taking a risk. And so I would probably just tell them uh, that. Is, yeah, it's a new idea too. Like, mm -hmm. I appreciate you saying that, Becca, because sometimes I forget that. Like, it is, it is a, it is a new, I think we're the only, you know, mindfulness box out there attending to kids and parents. And so it is a, a new idea, a new thought. And some people are like, that is so weird and doesn't make sense. And so another thing I would say is like, yeah, it's not for everyone. Um, mm -hmm. You know, definitely not for everyone. So. And that's okay. And mm -hmm. that's, sure. if, if it's not for them, it's not for them. Um, and we can not enjoy something and also not be negative towards the people creating it. And so I, I think in my journey, I am now so much more, and I don't, I hope I was never negative towards people who like were starting their business or things like that, but I'm way more understanding and compassionate to <laughs> small business people than I ever was before, because I didn't understand how much like, and a lot of times it's well-intentioned feedback that you get, like people are trying to be helpful. Um, but if you're not in it and you're not in the day-to-day, -day, it's, it's really hard to give people advice on their business because you just don't really understand what they're going through and what they need. Um, so yeah. Right. And that is so true. And I, I sometimes think that, um, constructive criticism really can be the best form of flattery. And I've had some people say to me, what, what do you, what, what does that even mean? Well, just very briefly for me, it means, okay, well, I like how you did this, but I'm looking at it from this direction. Maybe if you took it this way and so the fact that they're taking the time to present it so respectfully and say, hey, this is my feedback on it, but maybe you should have tried it this way, or maybe you could try it a different way and you would have the outcome or something added to what you're, you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. So, oh my gosh, this has been such an amazing conversation. I can't thank the both of you enough for being here today. I hope you will definitely consider coming back to the Truly Your VA with Janice podcast because this moment box, be careful what you guys wish for. That's all I got to say. <laughs> oh, thanks, Janice. Janice. Thank you so much. We You're would love so to welcome. come back. We would You're love so to come back. And for those of you listening, please check us out um, at inthismomentbox.com. And yeah, we have loved chatting with you. Oh, yeah. thank you so Great. much.
And I want to thank all of my listeners on the Wisdom Audio app. Um, we are not taking guests today, although I do see a guest waiting. I don't know if either one of you, if you have a few extra minutes. Sure. Is that okay with you? I don't know who the person is. All right. And okay. Make sure I'm pressing the right button here. Three, two, one, here we go. <laughs> okay, I don't know what ha happened to the guests. Okay, they've left. Um, I do apologize. My focus and main attention was um, being present in this moment with Brooke and Becca. Again, thank you to all of my listeners on the Wisdom Audio app. You've been amazing. And we'll be back again real soon. And trust me, this moment box with Brooke and Becca, go check out their information. And, and if you go to my website later in the day, you'll see their podcast updated on my website. Signing off now on the Wisdom Audio app. Thank you so much, everyone, and have a great day. Facebook, Instagram, wherever you are viewing or listening to this podcast, remember that Truly Your BA with Janice podcast is the business podcast to inspire, connect, and collaborate. How will you be in the present today? On that note, closing out today's podcast, thank you again, Brooke and Becca, and we will see you again real soon. Bye for now. <laughs>